Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a. What's up, that is? Welcome to Power Moves P Mail Bag, where we answer your questions and tell your stories. It's a beautiful thing to share because that's what life's all about stories. When you're gone, all that's going to be left are just the stories. So thank you for sending them in. Joining me. And terror, that the terror that you <laughs> that you left. Enemies. Stories and enemies are all you leave behind. Oh, there he is. You heard him. He's back. We're back in biz. Back in it's biz. B dubs Brooks. Yeah, I'm excited everybody. to be here. Very happy. That you're, you're excited to be here at your house. Well, you walked over. I was bored. I, I was like, you came in, I was like, Oh yeah, I used to live here. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, you should see your room. It's clean as fuck now. Oh, it's been it's it's, it's been redesigned. It's, it's been flipped. Been, it's uh it's awesome now. Yeah, it's just a de- it's a desk and it's an office because before what you can you called that the attic yeah i called it the attic because it was just like it was knee deep with stuff it was knee deep with stuff it was it was it it was when two people combined their like everything and then we decided to put all of gabrielle's stuff in your old room so where my my room was like like gi joe lived there like ocd central of bed dresser tv everything is put away yeah the (laughs) And then I, I came back and saw it like, oh my god! Yeah, it, this looks it like my looked, dad. It looks looked, like my mom's sewing room. Exactly. It looked like right. You would think a earthquake, like the big one, just happened. <laughs> Everything just completely decimated and flattened. Yeah, but it's great now. Books. Uh, we haven't had you on the program. I want to tell everybody that um, I have uh, on Thursday. I'm going to have the boys from Yacht Rock, uh, Dave Lyons, and. Um, uh, JD Risner, and then we're gonna get Brooks back in the mix for a couple episodes. Sounds good. I'm, I, I like to a- give you a break because I feel like when you have a little bit of a break, you're more engaged. It's more exciting. Yeah, I'm not over here watching my brother's high school state championship. I'm not doing. I'm not doing push-ups in between your, the stories. Well, it's like anything, man. You get bored doing the same thing. Oh, and then, so bored. And now I'm having a lot of guests on. Who I, what I love, but I like hanging out with you. It's fun. Yeah. It, it's it's a different vibe. I got some wine. We can hang out on the lawn after this. I, I feel like I've earned. I already ran today. Yeah, I walked what? That's like three miles. I walked. Yeah, over. we're both we're we're healthy boys. My back is sweaty from a backpack area, it's, and that means that I exercise. You know what I realize is easier to be healthy when you're poor. Yes, because you can't go to the bar, right? Uh, and also, I don't want to be. I'm trying to lose weight, so I can't. Like, I'm stop drinking beers, uh, wine only. And so I'm just like, and then wine's expensive. So I'm just. It's just easier to be healthy when you're poor. Absolutely, it, because exercise is free. Exercise is free. If I'm hungry, what I do is I go run three miles first, literally. So sometimes we're like twelve miles in a day right now, and my legs. Are fucked, but <laughs> but I have lost like 15 pounds. It's great. Well, you did some super fucking cool shit this yeah. week, bro. Oh yeah, I went to I was in New I York City. Through that? Some super fucking cool shit. I was Brooks. in New York City. I had did a bunch of shows in New York City. I did my my new hour at Littlefield. Uh, thanks to everybody who came out to that. Um, if you uh, people mentioned the cave from my podcast, and like 90 percent of the crowd were like, "Yeah, the cave," and I was like, "This has never happened." <laughs> You've Usually the, there's you've one. You made the cave worldwide. Well, no, I mean it was. It's at no time have I ever had so many people who listen to my podcast entry level in the same room where they understood a subtle reference. Uh, usually it's one entry level listener and then like 200 people who are like, the fuck are they talking about? But it right. was cool. I was like, oh yeah, you guys do want to hear about the cave. It feels good. Yeah. I get that a lot. And that's whenever I feel down about the program or I feel down about my career, uh, the daddy's come up with some fucking references. And I'm like, oh, I 
because you don't you don't have face to face contact with no. these people, so you forget what you're building until people Fun. people pick out these little esoteric things, and 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 you're like, oh. It was great. I, it, there must be meaning here. The yeah, cave it was must super have fun. importance. It was super fun. Uh, and uh, also on my podcast, I've had Nick Turner taking over. The listeners to this podcast, uh, Nick Turner took <laughs> put out his email, his personal the per- email. The personal email. Because he's like, I don't get enough emails. I want more emails. And uh, people who wants who, more emails? People from this no podcast. No one wants more Nick emails. Does. But, but all that's happened is... Listeners to Power Moves are sending threats at Nick saying he's <laughs> ruining the show. Don't, don't no, it's very funny. Nick. It's a lot of them that goes like he's like he was reading it because he doesn't listen to Power Moves. Uh, and he was just like, this one call, keeps calling me a daddy. Then <laughs> uh, it goes, hey, daddy, you ain't no daddy. And I, was, I don't know who sent that, but man, it made me laugh. I had to explain to him what the daddies were. And it was really wonderful. I can only so, be, I can only do so much. Nick Turner had to step in for the majority because I can't put out three of these things yeah. and come over here and do this. It's yeah, it's a lot. Plus, we play spike ball at Nick's house. I'm just over there all the time. Um, and Nick, oh, so if I had spike ball, I'd still get to be on the top of the, the you entry level show. Don't let me come over and use your pool. <laughs> I Nick has like, never so, said no. I also don't like spike ball, yeah, and Nick true. doesn't have a pool. I tore my fucking knee playing spike ball. It sucked. Right. Is, Either way, that is a new athletic low. Is when you're oh. playing a party game and and spike ball is not a party game. We take it serious. There are amateur events that we're gonna go enter at the beach. Me, Nick Rutherford, Nick <laughs> Turner, Lyra Smith, everybody. Lily, Nick's girlfriend. Not sure Lily's last name. Um, it's Gabs a game is you getting can into get it. Hammered and play though. No, we get fucking sweaty man spike ball rules listeners if you have spike ball stories send them in <laughs> spike ball stories i love spike ball. maybe you should, let's should start a spike ball podcast oh that's a great idea like you get a league going it's just like fantasy football there's there are spike ball tournaments man we watch them it's fun as shit all right i'm gonna guess a majority of people don't know what spike ball is but they can go look it up you can go look it up it's it's, it's as exciting as natter day lights natter day lights have uh taken off quite a bit an excessive amount of Twitter action, and I don't understand why Natural Light is holding out the cache from my pocket. I don't know. Because we'll go whole hog. We'll put it on entry level. We'll put it on, yeah. on power moves. We'll we'll drop the hammer down with the promo for low, though, prices. Yeah. Natural Light, please. So if you're listening, send out a shout-out to Natterdays at Natural Light. Tell them, hey, you got to sponsor this show. We would love a sponsor. Natterdays would be great. It would be fantastic. A couple T-shirts. Also, I saw you shorts. sent out. I saw you sent out to the Patreon listeners uh, your Guy Fieri script from K. Yes, it, it it's good. It, they're all packed up, so I just fit a big chunk in my backpack. Yeah. Like t- this afternoon, I'll walk over to the post office. You got to deal with the post office lady. And here's a secret. Go to uh, go to Box Bros. I had maybe Box Bros would be a better option. Box Bros is where I when I moved to New York, I did all Box Bros. They're quick. They deal with they they deal with bulk. The ma- the post office wouldn't mail the letters because I didn't put a return address on them. They said that that was an issue. Okay, well, and I got so steamed well that, that I looked up on my phone the address. Of Applebee's in Grand Blank. Yeah. And that's the address on there. Beautiful. And I wrote it down. I go, can I put any address? And she goes, yeah, I guess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I go, how about Applebee's that's great. in Michigan? She goes, I probably shouldn't. I don't know. But it, yeah, I guess that follows protocol. Jeez Louise. So I guess <laughs> if nightmare. you want to mail in an enemy anything, just make the return address freaking. 
That's that's correct. Let's get into it. We got a question from Lady Daddy Allison. Uh, hey, Mike, Feather Murder Mitten Native here. I love the pod and have been a fan since day one. Question, what is your favorite Michigan food? Mine is a Coney dog with mustard. Tell Brooks I said hey and that I drink Coors Light out of my mug every weekend. Oh, Keep doing what you guys are that's doing. so wonderful. Much love to you, Lady Daddy Allison. Come on now. Little shout out for both of us. Uh, what, so kind. How fortuitous that you were on the mug. show today, Brooks. She's got the mug. I appreciate it. Um, I was at, I had dogs last night. You had hot dogs. I had hot dogs last night over at our pal Tim Robinson's house. Oh, Tim Robinson, Detroit boy. Yeah, he could. He was flipping steaks with the Detroit thing. He couldn't fathom this. Well, he could fathom this, but he was like, he made. He had steaks, hamburgers, and hot dogs. And basically, the hamburgers and hot dogs were for the kids. Steaks were for all the adults. I only ate the hot dogs. He was like, I made you a steak. I go, dude, I, you don't get it. I fucking love hot dogs. I, I can't. I'd I, rather have three hot dogs than one steak. I can't just he's make like, hot dogs at home for myself. I feel bad. He's like, I made you a steak. I was like, I like the hot dog, man. Plus they had the whole thing. They got to put the pickle in there. It was a real good setup. I have a, I actually, I, I wrote down, I, I really thought about this. Uh, I'm going to go, and, and it's multiples. I can't pick a favorite, hands down. I'm going to say hot donuts and cider. When you go to a cider mill, you get the hot cider, hot, hot cinnamon donut. That's the bomb in Michigan. Uh, Spats bread. That's uh, Saginaw's own. That's my favorite bread in the whole world. I'm also uh, got to say the Coney dog with a Kogel hot dog. Uh, that is a, that's an all-time favorite. And that's probably an easy pick. But for me, uh, my regional Michigan favorite food is the Tony's steak sandwich from the Tony's uh, uh, slightly franchised chain of restaurants in, uh, in the Saginaw area. That's um, a, it's a Napolitano local bread. Cut lengthwise, uh, uh, a uh, almost like a like a chop steak, like a like a basically a burger, but it's it's a quite a little bit of a different consistency. Mike, I'm on a diet tomato, over here. Tomato this sauce, so good. melted oh. cheese. You can get it grilled. I don't get mine grilled because I don't like to touch greasy bread, Brooks. Because when I was a kid, um, I had acne, like in this just in this oh, little yeah. area, and yep. and I was I wouldn't eat French fries because I thought if any grease touched mm. my face, it was going to be a big fucking volcano zit the next day. Right. So I'm I'm still a little sensitive to that. Um, speaking of like soggy bread, uh, whatever. Gabs and I got uh, speaking wh- of soggy bread. Gabs and I got White Castle in Harlem, and I bopped in. I just she, she'd never had White Castle. Oh, it's, and it's a delight. We were doing subway, subway, subway beers. So fun. New York City is f- so fun to visit. I a nightmare to live in. I still have an open container ticket exists that exists in New York because of a subway beer. I love them. Uh, so either way, I bop in. I get just two. White Castle burgers, so Perfect. they're you know sixty cents Snack. each or whatever. Because we're about to, we're going to Ivan Ramen that night, which is really fun. I bop out in the time I go in to get two sliders. She's staying outside because Harlem is fucking fun. Um, oh yeah, but it's wild. Uh, so I bop out. There's a guy on the ground handcuffed. I was in there fucking three minutes. I was like, what happened? And Gab's like. A dude ran up and just smashed this other dude in the head, and then he took off and he yelled, uh, "That's a he, he." The other guy who'd been hit in the head had hit a woman or something. I don't know, but she's basically there's vigilantes just taking care of business in Harlem. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, well, let's munch our White Castle and get the fuck out of here," because uh, I don't want to be arrested. No, you don't. You no. don't. Not for not not for that. No, I was just like, how you want to go in the middle of that? Either way, delicious White Castle burger. Gabrielle's first. Enjoyed it. Delicious. We have another question from Daddy Jonas. Are combos the official snack of the Power Moves lifestyle? If not, what is? What? I mean, for me, 
I mean, the easy answer is Cheetos because that's the Carl mantra of Cheetos and everything. But I feel like that's a little basic bitch. That's a, that's basic bitch as shit. If my real power move and you've seen me do it is I walk over to the fucking movie theater. I get movie theater popcorn with butter and I come home and I eat that as a <laughs> and snack. You bring it home. Yeah, I don't go to the movie. I just get movie theater popcorn. That's a power move. That's, that's like, my power move that's snack. A, that's, that's a premium snack because that's like four bucks. Oh, yeah. It's a power move snack. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is for me? My power move snack is I go get real movie popcorn. And eat it at home. And eat it at home. I bring it home. It, and I ripped on you for, for a long time about that until you, you ha- until you brought some home. See, I wasn't with you, but you brought it home. Yeah. And when you set it down we on also, the table, the whole house started to smell like the movie theater. It's so and fun. It, and it did. It tastes, it, tastes so, it tastes different at home. It's so fun. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, that's my power move snack. What's your power move snack? If you have time. What are you making? Well, he put this into a, like a snack chip arena. Sure, but I'm saying this, this my snack is movie theater popcorn. Uh, man, you know what? I mean, I like a I like a Dean's French onion and some regional potato chips. Mm-hmm. I Yum. like that. Me and you also big big fans of nacho cheese uh, oh, and queso. any, sort, any we, sort of chips. Any sort of queso sitch. That is a single serving. Doesn't matter the size. Yeah. I'm a, I all right, I'll go with this. I'll go with this. Um, Fritos scoops and whatever, what a mission cantina fucking uh, Frito brand, uh, any sort of jarred mm. queso, not microwaved. Take it right to the dome. No yeah. time for heating it up. No time. No. I, but you're doing queso scoops. So you're getting a heavy cheese on that. I, well, see, I try not to scoop it. I like to kind of dip. Do, yeah, you do the dip, dip, and then it coats it. Yes, I like a coating. And then you have the empty on the inside, and when you crunch it, okay. it, it all kind of I see. All right, all right. Because I was like, if you're if you're using it, if you're using your Cheeto scoop as like a full spoon for cheese, I don't know about that. Right, and then you're gonna get rid of the, the cheese. Is gonna go too fast. You go. Then you're gonna be fast. sad. <laughs> it's going way too fast. I did a pizza day in New York. Shit my pants the next day. <laughs> I definitely have a lactose thing. There's you, no way. You did a doo-doo pants in New York, Brooks? Of course. I was eating fucking pizza, man. It was like, I was like t- taking gabs on my favorite pizza places. Did you have to remove the undies and a John and then... Uh, oh, threw them away. Yeah, they're gone. They didn't go through the denims, though. No, 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 no. This is in the hotel room. It was a safe space. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. That's, yeah, it's totally fine. That's not as exciting of a story. But then the next day I went, to, I was like, oh, we got to go to this pizza but you, place. You were in the hotel room and you thought it'd be safe to get a little yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And, and either way, Gabs was like squirts. the next the next day. She's just like, uh, I want the the day the day of the pants shading. I wanted to go to get more pizza, and she was like, absolutely not. So we went to a meatball shop instead, and it was fucking a real real solid move. I appreciate. It. I mean, that sounds good. I think I watched that. I watched that meatball shop, and I'm sure it's that one because it's there's very like prom- three of them. There's right. one in Williamsburg. The, it's called the Meatball Shop. I watched it on a food program the it's, other day. Awesome. It looked great. They you have to, just so many different kinds of meatballs. You get to and choose sauce. your own meatball. You get to choose your own sauce. You get to do the thing. They got lobster balls if you want to do yes, that. Yes. Yes. I saw those. And that's what like really turned me to like, oh, yeah. Different, different kinds of meats from the sea balls. We were doing we were doing New York on the cheap, so we didn't we didn't really go nuts. And there. you don't you don't gotta go expensive in New York. I lived there for fucking whatever 40 years i don't think i ever bought anything nice to eat no no we ate it. ivan ramen and that was it and that was it was it was great let's get into some of the stories um this one's called pride month power move 
In honor of your awesome support of Pride Month post on Instagram, I figured I'd send a recent Power Moves-esque story. I, uh, I switched the, the logo for the month. I thought that was a nice gesture. That's great. Looks cool. Looks fucking rad. I recently moved to Atlanta and... That's going to change some bigot's mind. <laughs> what? Just like, <laughs> no, just how dumb. No, like, no, that's... A nice gesture. Yeah, no, of The gesture we're... is to... Is is that I think? What if you have some homophobic listener who's like it burns like? No, okay. Well, you know what? Then, uh, then I mean, you're listening to the wrong podcast. No, I know. I'm. I, you're supportive. I'm su- very supportive of gay pride and all that. I'm just like, what if that changed your mind? What if you're so dumb that somebody being like, actually, this looks pretty cool. No, I, you know I, what? I think the culmination of of little things like that helps in the long run because people that are have no. Uh, uh, have have no interaction. One million with percent different people. You are correct. And then eventually they're like, "Oh yeah, this is just some dumb eighth grade shit that everyone broke balls on. It really doesn't fucking matter. And why do I care? Yeah, yeah. these people are just as cool as I am. Who gives yeah, a fucking, fuck, man? Fucking Trump like tweeting like LGBTQ or whatever, not or whatever. What what whatever he tweeted is what I meant. And it's like, you know what that T stands for fucking trans. You fucking idiot. You banning them from the military. You psychopath. If you fucking want to go to the military, if you want to go into the army, fucking that's bananas. Do it. You're you're tougher than me. We should never stop anyone who wants to fucking fight for our country. Like you are cooler than I am. Sorry. If you want to do it, that's great. And you're putting limits on that. You're a fucking looney tune. Yeah. You want someone. Not not you. The person who wants to fight for the military. Trump for saying some people can't. You're fucking nuts. <laughs> oh. You're fucking nuts. <laughs> I recently moved to Atlanta and in, and in the and, and am in the friend building stage in my early 30s. My dad's friend's son lives here and is also gay and went to the same college as me, so we were put in contact. Super nice guy and really appreciate him inviting me out with his boyfriend and another friend for one of their nights. We went to dinner and then we went to the Eagle. Which is a leather bar chain. I know where the Eagle is in Boston. Did he say he moved to Boston? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, but shit. it's a chain. There's okay. a bunch of Okay, places. okay. There, I've, I've seen the Eagle in Boston. I like this. It was closed. Otherwise, I wanted to go in so bad. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm very intrigued, and I like this story very much. Uh, and it says, yes, I'm also amazed that a gay leather bar is franchised. <laughs> I'm kind of a bro. And, and it's a dive bar. It's yeah. like divey. Yeah, sounds rad. But I'm, I mean, like a franchise divey thing. That's nuts. Eh, I mean, there's other shit. No, I like mean that. it's cool. But I'm just like, I'm like, how can you franchise like and be like, make it kind of like shitty? It's like a coyote ugly vibe. Oh, I get it. I'm kind of a bro and don't really fit into the gay scene, so I definitely drank my fair share of vodka sodas at dinner and at the house before we were leaving to go to the bar to loosen up. I apparently oh, get loose and conversational. Yeah, oh, well, you're in a new city, about to make new friends. Gotta, I can't, apparently can't go in sober. Got a little too loose and blacked out. Yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> Great look for a guy trying to make new friends. Boy, it also didn't help that I typically drink beer and was doing the low carb keto diet, so I hadn't really learned my liquor tolerance. No, that's that's. I mean, this is. This is a tale as old as time. Cut to me waking up in bed the next day, trying to make sense of my transformation into Tara Reid. I wake up and look at my phone and see I have an email. I open it and see I have a Capital One alert for a $160 charge at the Eagle. And I'm shocked because I would literally be dead if I drank that much in well vodka sodas and don't remember buying drinks for randos. I checked my text messages to me on on a group text with three guys I was at dinner with. 
Apparently, there's a leather shop in this particular eagle, and my blackout ass bought a $160 custom-fitted leather chest harness. Wow. Yes. Wow. This is something I would do. This is great. If I had some extra cash in my pocket and I was at the eagle, you can guess I may get a leather chest harness and think it looks really fucking sweet. This thing apparently took 30 minutes to fit while I was standing shirtless in the shop with very new friends. This guy is awesome. I was later told the store attendant apparently took his time and really seemed to enjoy fitting me. I also apparently gave him some side eye and called him out. Like, hey, hands looks peepers off the merchandise, buddy. While they don't stop me from... While that didn't stop me from buying it, uh, it at least took... Uh, sorry. They did at least take the harness home with them because they knew I'd probably forget it in the Uber, which I 100% would have. So his buddies, his new buddies had to take his $160 leather harness home for him so he didn't fucking forget it. So now I have a $160 leather harness that I can't return because it's custom fitted. I also apparently said to one of the guys I came with that I was drunk and needed to find the people I came with. <laughs> 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 that's like me going to you, Burns. That's like me going to you. I gotta find Burns, man. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh shit. You gotta go home. Yeah, you uh, you gotta get off that keto diet. <laughs> yeah, that keto diet. So first of all, you're hu- you're on a diet, which means you got that empty tummy, and then you're switching to hard booze. Which if you're for, if you're new to hard booze, you drink it just as fast as you drink wine or or beer. You're right. gonna be fucking it's blackout city. You had all because the- you're you're drinking by tummy feel. By Everything like, is your tummy full. Everything then, was perfect you, for this story. It's fucking great. Anyway, I'm not sure if buying a ridiculously expensive harness while wasted is a power move or not. Oh, dude, that's what it that's a, it couldn't be any more of a power move. A great power move. Anyway, I wanted to share because it's a type of drunken bad decisions that the daddies can relate, can relate to. And by daddies here, I mean both leather daddies and Lithner daddies. We've. Love the podcast and keep up the good work, Drew. Feel free to use my name. Brave coming out with the with the real name on the true story. And well, I that's fantastic. a great story. There's nothing fantastic. wrong with that story. Nope. Didn't harm anyone. Didn't do anything bad. Harmed, harmed himself. No, no. He's not um, like a lawyer who, uh, like, a, you know, took a dump on the Ferris wheel at Disney World or yeah. something. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, I don't know. Either way. Uh, great job. We got two more. That's all right, Brooks. Well, I had something, but I don't remember what it was. Basically, my Twitter's blown up right now uh, because I tweeted that Dolph, Dolph Ziegler was just on my podcast uh, and he's wrestling for the WWE Championship. I thought Sunday. Oh, so I no, tweeted no, no, that. No. And it's Friday. He's wrestling for it Friday. Yeah. Which, you know, we don't care. But he retweeted it being like, hey, this is this. You know who does care? People who follow Dolph Ziegler. Oh, really? Yeah. They were like, it's Friday, you idiot. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's the fun <laughs> podcast. Give it a listen. It'd be like if someone people were tweeting uh, the the Raptors won the NBA championship last night. I'd be like, but it's the same. Like, yeah. no, this is something. I, what but do you mean? It's a, in my defense, it is a pay per view. Pay per views. My whole fucking life are on Sunday. Yes. Yeah, but this one's in Saudi Arabia, so it's on Friday here. <laughs> the old Saudi Arabia. The old Saudi Arabia deal that uh, Vince very, has struck. Very real questionable. Yeah, when, that's a when, bad power move. When Dolph left, I go, don't do any, don't do anything a reporter would do. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. Don't do that. Don't. Don't come do home that. safe. Don't do that. 
This is called Heartbreak Power Move. It's by Big Chris. So it's around 2011, and I'm planning my wedding in Las Vegas right around Halloween. I already like that he that goes sounds by, fun. by Big Chris. And he is a, Big Chris definitely gets married in Vegas on Halloween. Oh, for sure. You got to. I thought it would be really cool for me and my best men to dress up as wrestlers for Halloween and party it up in Vegas. Oh. This is a great segue. For That's what a perfect you just segue. Said, it's almost like you looked at the big Chris. Here. Go listen to my interview with Dolph Ziegler. He talks about the WWE and 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 what it was like to you know get get there. It's oh yeah, really cool. you for sure you for sure should because this guy is right up that alley. Yeah, I of course wanted to be none other than my childhood hero. Shawn Michaels, HBK, baby, just a sexy boy. Mm -hmm. I took to eBay to try and find some sort of replica HBK tights. Oh, and I should mention that uh, my my, uh, fantasy baseball team is the the Atwater HBKs, Heartbreak Kids. That's great. Named after them. Great, great, great uh, iconography for uh, stamping myself. Mm Mm-hmm. To number one in the league. I mean, I'm number one right now, Brooks. That's nope. great because baseball, you know, always they have it figured out by now. <laughs> oh, yeah. The games, the, the, the World Series is already fucking locked in by June. I stumbled upon an auction for the 1993 entrance gear that he wore multiple times on TV and at SummerSlam against Mr. Perfect. Whoa. He finds the real, yeah, some real no, HBK shit. Nuts. The guy selling it claimed he was part of Sean's church and sent me pics of him and Sean and the others of him with Ted DiBiase hanging out at his house. So I felt the guy was legit and we started talking price. I think the guy wanted three grand, but I talked him down to twenty seven hundred dollars. Wow. And I and I'm crazy for trying to sell Camel Cash shorts for six grand. How's Big Chris gonna fit into this gear? Shawn Michaels is notoriously small. Immediately after I made that purchase, I realized I fucked up big time and my wife was going to be so steamed. <laughs> yes. How was I going to explain buying chaps in a leather vest with chains and peace symbols all over it for almost three grand? I needed a plan. Eventually, I just made peace with that, with what I spent and started to get excited about my purchase until it arrived. My $2,700 ring gear arrived balled up in a plastic Walmart bag, (laughs) looking like it'd been in some tweaker's garage for like a decade. The leather was flaking off. The chains had rust on them. Some of the mirrors were cracked. Sick of this. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Beyond disappointed with my purchase and scared shitless, my wife was going going to find out i just spent three thousand dollars on this on I a hit bag it. of trash and a bag of trash i hid it in the back of my closet until one day when i was home alone and decided to put it on <laughs> <laughs> so i put on the outfit and played the 1993 SummerSlam match when sean fought mr perfect and wore the outfit i stood in front of the tv and watched his pre-match interview quoting it verbatim this was the first time I felt happy happy about my purchase. <laughs> but it was short-lived. I watched Sean's entrance, and right as he, as he hit his signature sexy boy flex pose, I did the exact same pose in the middle of my living room. Oh, yeah. I was so happy. <laughs> it was at this exact moment when I heard behind me a screeching, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> It was my wife. (laughs) She had forgotten something and returned home. I didn't hear the garage go up because I was dancing like a fueled up sex god to sexy boy in my living room. I was asked again, 
what the fuck are you doing and what are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, I, if you don't know, if you don't know, it's Shawn Michaels. He looks like a leather daddy. I replied, I want it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. What a quick lie. What a good quick lie, it's, though. I mean, he says, now technically this wasn't a lie. I did win it. I won the eBay auction. My wife asked. Oh, that's true. What do you mean you won it? I wasn't prepared at all with lies <laughs> to cover my ass up. So I just kept repeating, I, I won it, babe. I won it, babe. <laughs> oh, it was a major award. <laughs> After a few tense minutes and me sweating my ass off in broken leather, I finally broke and told the truth that I bought it to wear for Halloween for $2,700. <laughs> At this moment, I watched my wife's face as she tried to process <laughs> what I was telling her and could see the neurons in her mind snapping <laughs> for thinking I was joking to sheer... For, from thinking I was joking to going to sheer confusion and then pure anger. Yeah. We stood looking at each other for probably 30 seconds in silence. Mind you, I'm still wearing the chaps, no shirt, and a leather vest covered in chains, mirrors, and peace symbols all over it while SummerSlam is blasting in the background as I had the volume cranked all the way up for Sean's music. Finally, she spoke and said, that's going back on eBay right now. My response was, will you take some pics of me in it before I have to get rid of it? I got four shitty quality cell phone pics in the outfit before having to take it off and post it on eBay to sell. I wanted to get her on, get her my nice camera and grab some better pics, but at this point, it looked like her head was about to explode, so I left it alone. I'd be like you, like get the Leica. Yeah, get my get. Come on, babe. And then you got to do the, your own focus because it doesn't it doesn't have autofocus. Oh, oof. I ended up selling the outfit after a few months for something like two thousand dollars. Which basically meant I spent seven hundred bucks to wear this outfit for five minutes of pure happiness, dancing like Sean in my living room. Oh. Then another fifteen minutes uh, being looked at. Then another fifteen minutes in it being looked at for the first of what would be many times by my wife, <laughs> by my wife, as, as the immature man child that I am. Totally worth it though. Keep on rocking. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. And I have a surprise for you, Brooks. Does he have the photo? There you go, baby. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's so cool. Chris, you did it. I know. Oh, that's a great photo. Pick and look, check out the NWO poster <laughs> he's got is, on the um, wall. Chris, you're the coolest guy I've ever met. This is going on the gram. Get his permission to put this on the gram because it's fucking hilarious. So cool. Man, yeah, you're snug in there, huh? <laughs> he's beefy though this guy look at it's the guns chunky. on this dude that guy works out all the time he's a strong guy i'm big, just saying big chris has got some triceps big like chris, dump trucks big chris got big in the gym not in the tummy you're looking good my man oh wow also apparently i'm see, dying this you, is great you can see in the photo <laughs> that there's a nwo signed poster on the wall in the living room what did his wife expect was <laughs> i mean this seems to all completely add up it's so good There's... i have to go through a third party because um his buddy he sent this in oh okay big chris wrote this for his buddy to send in oh okay. so i need to, i need to make sure we have big chris's permission oh otherwise, god it's so funny otherwise i'll black it, out the eye it, i'll just i'll do the eyes blacked out it is it needs to be seen <laughs> it makes the story it gives all the credibility now it's verified 
and it's fucking hilarious. And it is one of those like holy shit when the picture came up at the end of the, when I was <laughs> at the end of the story. Yeah. Wow. That's great. That we really made me laugh. Really man. did it for that's me. That's best. That's the best story we've ever heard, had on here. I, I'm gonna go with <laughs> for you. For like a, if that you like made wrestling. me laugh hard as fuck. <laughs> See, you haven't been on in a while. That's amazing. You're, you're you're not numb to the to the debauchery anymore. I mean, that's not even. But it's not even like like I got. It's just so funny. Big Chris. Whoa. Uh, thumbs up. Well, we got we got one more, and I think you'll find it almost equally, if not as equally as uh. As oh wait, fun. can I say something that Brido did that I'm like Brido? Brido, tell who Brido is. Brido used to the Mike Brido gentleman scumbags program. Yes, but he and you he, should know he's who he been is, on. But. He's been on this before, but he hit me up to be like, "Hey, did you see the the, the new heavyweight champ? The like the really chunk the f- fatso McFat Fatty Tin who yeah, who, knocked, just, who just smashes yeah." But Brado hit me scary. up to be like, "Hey, did you see the bouncer from the short uh, uh, guy? The new heavyweight champ is used to be a bouncer." Did this to me too, right? And I just responded, "Is that true?" I I just said, "I said, whoa, that's from that dude's from the shortstop." I just I just go, <laughs> "Is that true?" And then Brado's like, "Gotcha," and I'm like, "You did." I asked you it's, if that was true. You just can't say a lie. And then someone goes, "Really?" And then you go, "Ha ha." That's a big motherfucker. We live in Los Angeles. There's boxing rings. There's boxing I, gyms all around. It would make sense that this guy actually used to be a shortstop bouncer. Yeah. Um, Dolph Ziegler used to be a bouncer. Well, sure. A lot of those guys. I mean, they just got to stand there. No one wants to fuck with these big yoke motherfuckers. I bet Big Chris would scare some people off. Oh, especially in that sexy boy. If he wore that to the bar, you're not fucking with that guy. Wore that to the fucking eagle. One more, Brooksy. Ninja Dave. It's called Ninja Dave. Well, I like this. Hey, Daddy. Wanted to share a power move story, you guys. Let's keep it anonymous as we now live in more innocent times. Oh, no. <laughs> so my buddy, so in college, my buddy Dave had gotten super into martial arts and Coors Light. <laughs> I love that. I was There's trying two to do things. I was trying to do a new joke. You just reminded me. The one thing that keeps me from karate looks cool, but you know what keeps me from learning karate? That big glass window. <laughs> You know, that's in front of karate Where everyone studios. can see. I don't want people to see me learning karate. I only want them to see me once I've perfected karate. Right. They'd... I don't, 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 you don't, I got to train the shadows. Yeah. You, well, you don't want to do anything in front of people that you're not good at yet. Yes. No, exactly. I'm not sure exactly what kind of martial arts were involved, but it apparently included the ability to clear your mind and take punches with the heat of a thousand suns. Oh my God. So you just get hammered and say, punch me. You're 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 uh, getting warmer, Brooks. Yeah. Naturally, Dave turned this into a party trick. Yeah. <laughs> After a few cold ones, Dave had the music turned down and asked this all-natural, gorgeous babe to punch him in the face. Ooh. The crowd quieted down and a circle formed. She gave it the old college try to try and uh, make Dave, and Dave took it like a man. Uh, his head didn't even swivel. Some badass punch taking for sure. The crowd cheered, obviously. She ended up leaving the party with him. Worked out well for everyone. Wow. So so Ninja Dave says punch me in the face. She does. And, and then, then she's, she's like, like whoa, whoa, you are all man. This guy's pretty cool. I'm gonna we're gonna take this to the bedroom. This guy eats steaks. <laughs> Since since he got some laughs and a girl, Dave made it a running gag. He did it at every party from then on. Oh, oh Dave. Just didn't have brain problems. But we went to a state school, so there were a lot of parties, and it got a little old. He had to step it up. <laughs> this guy had people punch him in the face at parties so much that it got boring. Mm-hmm. I don't think I... 
imagine that would have to be hundreds of times for me. I Brooks, if every time we hung out at a bar or a party, you got punched in the face, I, I wouldn't get tired of that. No, especially <laughs> that's if that's a I'm gift. Like, that's the it. gift that keeps on giving. It's fantastic. He started taking beefy asking beefier and beefier chicks to punch him in the face. Oh, he's like an Andy Kaufman, women yeah. only. Yeah. Frankly, the punches you he was taking were getting more and more impressive. <laughs> So all was cool until I was hosting a party at my own apartment. Having last been punched by a member of the lacrosse team, there was only one way for Dave to escalate this further. Instead of asking a chick to punch him, he looked for a scrawny dude, and I was the most qualified. Now, I didn't want to punch this dude in the face. I'm not some animal. Even in my drunken state, I fully recognized I was being identified as one step above a lady. A real shot at my man credentials. Well, you know what? Uh, we should all, we should all hope to be so good. <laughs> we're go, we're all, we're all slowly sliding down to be like forty-five thousand steps behind the ladies at yeah. this point. But the music died down and the circle formed. The crowd chanted, "Punch him! Punch him!" People were laughing and sipping from red plastic cups. I assumed the position. Dave saw the adoring fans and said, hold up. Then he slapped me in the face. I want to make sure I get a real punch from this bitch. He winked at me. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was right about one thing. I'd never punched a dude. I assumed I wasn't so good at it. I inched backward. Come on, he yelled. My retreat had given me a runway. I committed. I took a running start and leaned into it, knocking him out cold. <laughs> <laughs> running start? Like, ah! Yeah, in a tiny apartment, it's very funny, too. About a month later, a minute later, he sprung to life and came charging after me. Thankfully, Ninja Dave knew he asked for it. He blew right past me to the fridge, grabbed another Coors, and downed it in 10 seconds flat. Chugvid, I later found out I chipped his tooth. The lively party atmosphere changed, the crowd dispersed, and I was the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time Dave asked anyone to punch him at a party. But not the last time he'd Don't get a running him out. <laughs> but not the last time he'd get a running start fist to the face. But that's a story for another day. It's great. Later, Daddy, just a face punching party wrecking dude. I need to hear the follow-up story. We need to know what happened. Oh, please. Brooks, this has been a delight. Yeah, great, great stories. This is fun. The stories are so much fun. Big Chris's, that is, I mean, the photo. Oof. Guys, thank you for those. They're just, they're fantastic. You daddy, you never disappoint. You guys out there, any of you can send anything and everything into Power Moves with Mike Burns at gmail.com. And trust, I read and reply to everything. Some of the stuff gets backlogged because can't fit it all on the show. Um, but, uh, you know, you're not, you're not going to get swept under the rug, even if it takes like a week or two, because, you know, I, unlike Nick Turner, uh, don't want like 5 million emails unless it's from you guys. Get 5 million emails. Brooks, we're going to have you back on the, on the program real soon. We're going to do uh, we have the Yacht Rock boys on this week and then it's a, then it's Brooks season. We're going to go Brooks. I got nothing. Brooks summer, baby. Thank you to everyone for those five star reviews on the Apple podcast. And we'll see you on Thursday for the flagship Power Moves program. Thank you for listening to Power Moves, P-Mail Bag. Bless you, daddies.